Hey guys, and welcome back to Tina Marie with your girl the Hooligan. How's it been? How's it going? Um, I just feel off lately. Like, I don't know. So this show's gonna be a little weird. Um, just cause I'm in my feelings, I guess. Um, I guess the time of the month is coming, so that's also probably the reason why I'm just like, eh, with myself. But I kind of gave everything a break. Um, I ended up, like, by the way, it's gonna be a bit of a chat. So, like, I ended up, like, stopping my writing process. I don't know. I just felt like I just cut it, right? Um, I keep looking at it. And, like, I know what I want to go. And I know what I want to say. But, like, you know when you're just not up for something? Like, that's how I've been feeling. But I do want to let you guys know that there is a right stuff sale happening right now. And it's all on romance. So I kind of took the L and finished buying my daytime shooting star, which by the way, I haven't even fucking started, which is ridiculous because I should have started up forever ago, but I've just been staring at it saying one of these days I'm going to be bored enough to pick up the whole thing and I'm just going to binge read it. And you know, eventually I definitely will because that is something that I do. But for right now, it's just like... What am I doing? I also picked up Happy Marriage, Volume 3. Uh, Yakuza Lover, Volume 3, because I love it. Um, by the way, that doesn't come out till December. So, basically, I just fucking pre-ordered it. But it was fine. I ended up buying, like, six blind box manga. Um, the ones for a dollar. Um, because I saw Manga Sloth uh, buy some. And they clearly, like updated their selection and i'm like down for that uh oh my god okay i picked up uh so cute volume 6 7 11 and 13 why does that sound so odd because i have one two is on its way so it's three i got four i got five and i got eight i actually have a double of eight because i'm a fucking idiot yeah um i thought i didn't have it but I had it. <laughs> right now, the only manga that I'm physically reading right now is um, Machimaho. I made the wrong girl into a magical girl. And honestly, I really love this reimagining of the magical girl. I, I think I'm a big okay. I'm a big fan of magical girl. Um, like I've watched Cutie Honey, which is considered one of the first ever like magical girl or girls that have like the magical transformation like i definitely watched that one and i absolutely love it the theme song from the original my god that was a bop like that was that was a good song even till today like you listen to that shit it gets you happy it gets you hype like i don't understand why people don't give it more respect but i guess because it's old you know so people don't really acknowledge it like that shame it's a shame but yeah uh (laughs) i'm still waiting for my uh one of my orders that came in apparently they freaking put the zip code wrong and i'm just like y'all fucking idiots bro like so now it was supposed to come by today and i was supposed to like kind of look through them and stuff but i really couldn't do it and i was kind of upset with myself i was like fuck I have a Jutsu Kaisen Volume 12 here, and I have not cracked it open. But I did read 
my one piece one not one piece uh one punch man volume 23 yeah the first day i got it i fucking picked it up and read it i'm a big fan of one punch man i really am and this this volume didn't have much of him but it did have one of my best girls in it which is um the weight trainer girl the olympian one she's fucking dope i like her personality she gives me hype vibes and i like it girl boss power I have so many books I have to read, like, because it's here. But I'm also kind of just like, okay. So I'm, like, depressed by, like, the state of the world. Um, Not to bring people down, but, like, this is, like, what's going on in my head. I feel like it's easier for me to say it than me to write it down. Because I even try to get myself a journal. And although that is helping, it's not as much as, like, physically talking about what's going on right now. So right now, like... I'm seeing so many changes that I don't think that I'm ready for. Um, and let me just explain it. And I hate saying I'm um, like 18 billion times. I hate doing that. But that's how you know I'm getting my thoughts together. <laughs> What's happening is right now, there's a supply chain cut. And there's also cutbacks. And there's a restructuring of the manufacturing industry in China which I think is a wonderful idea I think it's great but I also think it's gonna be a problem for me and many other people locally due to a the the slowness of production b the lack of workers when it comes to distribution agencies I've seen that myself and I've seen how um, things have started to slow down they're talking about possible food shortage and supply shortage and all these companies are getting away with sitting there saying that they're hiring meanwhile they're not hiring anyone and saying that hey like we don't people don't want to work basically trying to sit there and say that people don't want to work um the same thing they did in the 2008 crash which are saying is going to happen practically again but this time even worse which I'm like, oh, I guess, like, that's just what's going to happen. But, eh, there's not really much that I can personally do to stop anything. So I feel kind of trapped. Because it's like, well, what do I do now, you know? Like, and then I try to prepare. Because I don't think I'm a doomsday prepper. But I do believe that there are certain things that one needs to have in the house. And I feel like I'm lacking um, the first thing I need to get, I want to get me, like, an emergency backpack. Now, I had one before, but the supplies were basically going old, and I have to replace them. Because you, you should replace them. I ended up using my backpack for actual, like, going to work and stuff like that. So, can my tablet and my books and, you know, you know, like, because I'm not going to wear a purse. I know that some people do, uh, respects, but I'm not fucking up my shoulder like that. I'm not about that life. Anyways. <laughs> Like, I need to get supplies ready, because um, the way things have been happening, I have family who getting floods, I have fucking tornado warnings sometimes now, which is so strange for New York City. I don't know when the fuck New York City started having fucking tornadoes, like, what the fuck is this, Kansas? No offense to Kansas, or any of those places, but, like, what even is that? What even is that? Um... <laughs> So I feel like I have to like prepare myself mentally and physically 
to be in a life-threatening situation and I feel like my life is like on a high alert right now and that is super problematic for me because I'm a person who likes to be chill like when I talk I talk in my chillest voice I bring it down I speak like a normal person but when I have my anxiety I start to speed up my voice gets higher and I start to like really get weird with things but I don't like the frantic state that I'm in and I hate the fact that I have to fear so much for a future that it might not even happen and I'm not saying that I'm predicting something I'm not doing that I'm clearly trying to get myself in a good place mentally and physically but like my anxiety is starting to like manifest physically like I have all types of stomach problems right now because I'm just feeling this pent up anxiety and I guess my hormones aren't doing me any favor but like I feel like I'm not prepared enough so I've made a mental checklist of things that I need to get to at least feel like if there's an emergency, I can just kind of grab and go. So I need a duffel bag of some kind, some kind of gym bag, right? A gym bag with band-aids, a flashlight, batteries, um, a portable charger, wires, uh, what else would I need in a case of emergency? Um, some kind of water purifier would be a smart investment, the way things are going anyways. Um, what else should I get? Duct tape. Okay, you'd be surprised how useful duct tape is. Um, it sounds like a weird thing to have in an emergency bag, but I'm not gonna lie. If you need shelter... Um, and you need to like mark a space or something or a trail or something duct tape comes in indispensably it can be used for so many things you can make cups if you need them uh, plates if you need them even shoes I'm not gonna lie there's like a thousand and one yeah like uses for duct tape <laughs> There's like a thousand and one uses for duct tape. And I feel like people don't really talk about it. But yeah. Worst case scenario, duct tape can really help somebody. Um, I need to have... What else do I need to get? On my list. Oh. Uh, Advil. Tylenol. Uh, aspirin. At least three doses of each. Just in case. A whistle. Uh, a knife I already have, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, I have knives and, you know, blades and stuff like that. Don't worry about that. That's just me. Uh, <laughs> what else do I need to get? I made a, I did make a mental check. Oh, yes. I want to get some kind of emergency blanket. Those foil ones, because they can be reused if you fold them correctly. And you don't be ridiculous, basically. I want to get at least two, one for me, one for my partner. Because, like, before when I used to do today prep, I used to think of just me, you know? But now I'm like, yeah, I have my partner with me all the time. We live together now. And it's like, yeah, it, it would be smart to, like, prepare for the both of us, like, worst case scenario. So, you know, that's an extra, like, mentality. So, basically everything I just said, but double it. Uh, what is it called? Uh plastic raincoats like the ones that come in little packets that way that fits perfectly in the book bag 
um, an extra sweater or shirt because uh, it comes in handy. An extra pair of socks because herpothermia is a fucking thing and you don't want to lose your toes. I'm telling you that shit suck. Uh, what else? A copy of an ID or an old ID. That would be smart. Some cash would be smart to have in there too. Definitely should think about that one. And I don't I'm not saying like carry like a fucking stack on you, but like at least it could like sixty, seventy bucks, hundred dollars if you can. Uh it goes a long way, trust me. Uh what else? What else? What else would I need? Um clearly a lighter. Like that's pretty obvious. Um a notebook and a pencil. Uh, not a pen, but a pencil in particular. Because a pencil and a knife, that's your sharpener. Uh, if you need it, paper is a good way to start a fire. Not saying, I'm talking all in the case of an emergency. Um, but I also do wear glasses, so that keeps it as a backup. What else? You guys are basically doomsday prepping with me. Like, mental doomsday prepping. Um, what else would be a good idea? A cold pack. Like an ice pack, like cold pack, um, Bengay, or icy hot, whatever you want to call it. What else would be a good idea to have? Um, I think that's basically the necessary. Now, for added kind of situations, uh, I recommend having this on hand, and you'd be surprised how weird it is in specific. But if you're a woman having like, or, you know, you get menstrual cycles, um, a cloth pad, not tampons or pads or like none of that, none of that disposable shit, reusable ones. Because in the case of an emergency, you're not going to be able to get these supplies as easily. You know, I'm, I'm probably like, hey, you, ha- you got to go somewhere in the middle of nowhere, like that type of situation comes in handy oh and i said a whistle right yeah whistles are good for earthquakes big facts um it's easier for dogs to hear you search dogs to hear you and you're more likely to survive fun fucking fact just so you guys know so that's basically what's on my list right now there probably be more stuff but that also depends on the season that you're preparing for um, because if it was like a summer case scenario, I would definitely look into like bug repellent because that's a real fucking issue. And yeah, stuff like that. I think it's best to prepare for the winter though, because the winter is the harshest. I mean, you can live without bug spray. Like, yeah, you'll be slightly inconvenienced, but. You know, it, it's hard to sit there and say, don't go with an emergency blanket because an emergency blanket comes in handy in very much many situations. Or you could also make yourself a raft with one too. Uh, fun fact, you can look that up online, <laughs> how to do it. Uh, and it's, it sucks to feel like I'm preparing for the worst case scenario like this. But if 2020 has taught me anything, that it's that being prepared was the best thing I could have done. When Corona came around, people were caught so off guard and were so lost. And I did feel, I I felt for everyone, 
but I wasn't in the same predicament. I wasn't in the same situation. I know that I was there, but I had masks available to me. I was, I already had them previously from what 2018 because I always said, Hey, it's good to have these on hand. One never knows. Bad case scenarios. I am also someone who has a lot of like rice and like noodles stashed you know instant soup supplies are here in my house like I do I do keep that on hand all the time um I knew when people were going for toilet paper for some very strange reason I turned around and said yeah fuck that shit let's go to the medical supplies that stock up on vitamin c vitamin d iron um cold medicine, fever suppressants, cough suppressants, um, uh, I don't know the English translation, because I, ugh, I suck at that, uh, allergy medication, all that stuff, I kept on hand, and my boyfriend was just like, he was taken aback at how smoothly we were able to deal with things in comparison to even his own family. Because they struggled to get things together and they didn't know what to get or what not to have. And I was here like, yeah, no, it's fine. And I'm like, I knew apps to go grocery shopping without actually having to physically go to anyone. I was already using the services because I'm someone who believes in, you know, thinking ahead. That's why now I'm preparing for this. But the way that I'm preparing it is I'm preparing myself a to-go bag and also stocking up on the necessary supplies in my home um things that i find indispensable multi-use things uh are always the best if you can find things that you can use on your whole body it it's kind of good to have around because <laughs> worst case scenario you'd have it um like soap if you know everyone needs soap um if you're packing for emergency situations, do not get liquid soap. I don't know how many people I've made, I've seen make this weird mistake with like, oh, I need soap and this and the fourth. And I'm like, okay, get the bar soap. Oh my God. I don't know how, like, how do you even use it? It's like, bro, like, honestly, you can melt those down into a liquid. Like you do know that you can physically do that. Apparently that takes people off guard, but <laughs> I just find it so weird. I'm like, people don't really use their heads when it comes to case emergency. They just freak out and lose their shit. Um, <laughs> so I'm like trying to get myself ready. And then my thing is also like, I don't want to be the only one ready. So I have to like, I feel bad about that. You know what I mean? I'm not telling people to go out and panic buy because that's stupid. But buy what you would normally have and just have a little extra on the side. I'm not saying take all the fucking diapers like an asshole, but if your kid needs diapers and you want to have some in case of emergency, how about instead of getting the disposable ones, having reusable ones? I know that it sucks and I know that it's a terrible idea and people don't like using them, but in the case of an emergency, that's better than nothing. And I'm like, people don't really put their heads together and it freaks me out to see that people are so unprepared when the time comes like they don't have the supplies they don't have what they need they don't 
they just don't know how to get ready and I feel like that's a specifically an American problem I feel like that's not, that's not just an American problem I think that's the first world problem where comforts have taken over like survival skills and I'm not saying y'all you need to know how to skin a deer and hunt and whatever but you should know how to use a lighter <laughs> You know, worst case scenario, know how to use a lighter. Like, if you have to learn how to use a lighter, do it. And it sounds funny for me to sit there and say, oh, learn how to use a lighter. But you'd be surprised how many people don't know how to turn one on. Because they've just never used it. Now, there are people who don't know how to sharpen a pencil without an actual sharpener. And they freak out if they see you using a knife. It's like, holy shit, that's something that you do. Okay, cool. But there are just certain things that are good to learn how to do. Um, I took first aid classes. I spent my money learning first aid. Yes, that is something I know how to do. I know how to take vital signs. Um, I know how to recognize certain conditions if I see them. But that's because I went out of my way to learn it. And I feel like these are things... That we should learn how to do. Learn how to react in the case of a fire. Learn how to react in the case of an earthquake. You know. Things like that that we don't really think about. But are tragedies and do in fact happen. It's good to learn how to do it. And yes. It sucks. It's Don't nobody wants to prepare themselves for the worst. And nobody wants to think of having to do the worst. But at the end of the day. It's always good to have a plan. Something is better than nothing. And that is something I have had to kind of learn through other people. (laughs) You know, like I hate to sit there and say, you know, I would sacrifice my books if I needed to start a fire. But if my survival is dependent on it, I would have to do what I'd have to do. And I feel like it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot of little things in this world that we don't think about. And unfortunately, they strike us down because that's just what happens. So I had to call my friend and basically tell her all about this stuff. And I said, hey, you know, I'm letting you know because you have a big family, you know. And I was like, hey, girl, like, you know, what do you normally use? You know, get it. Uh, get it now or we can go together we can make a list you know and she's like oh I don't know she's like you're, you're like it's like she's like oh you're giving me anxiety and I'm like I'm not trying to give you anxiety I'm trying to help you because I'm like the last time tragedy was striking I already you knew that I was good you didn't have to sit there and worry about me but I had to worry about you you know I was fine, and, you know, you were struggling with a lot of stuff, mentally and physically, due to the task of having some people to care for. And at the end of the day, like, it it has taught me to, this whole experience, it feels like just a fever dream that we're all going through together, you know, like... Like, what even the fuck is going on? (laughs) 
But I want you guys to know that I do care about you guys. And that's what I'm, this is the whole reason I'm doing it. Because I'm like, I have these anxieties and I have these worries. But at the end of the day, my boyfriend is a very strong man. Thank God. Like, And I know that worst case scenario, you know, he's also someone I can put my trust in to help me survive. And I feel like... <laughs> um. <laughs> And you don't have to be a man, clearly. You can be a woman that's very self-sufficient and very capable. But there is something that I'm not willing to do that I know if worst-case scenario came to it, he'd be more willing to pick up the slack in certain areas where I would do my own thing. Like, um, <laughs> like I was learning how to sew and knit and crochet and, you know, make clothing myself and I was like hey you know worst case scenario something goes down I can mend clothes I can sew buttons I can do this and this and that and the fourth and he started laughing like okay fine and he's like what am I supposed to do I was like well you can go hunt some squirrels my guy like (laughs) this is teamwork right now this is teamwork (laughs) he called me a fucking idiot because you know it's a fucking idiot response but at the end of the day it's a possibility it's something that we never want to see happen and if we know we joke and we laugh and we make fun of things but it feels sometimes like the world has gone to shit or at least headed in that direction and i'm like you better prepare to learn how to swim you better prepare to learn how to crawl how to scream for help if you need it because it's not like like a happy place so to counteract that, I've been kind of rewatching uh, the nanny. Now, if you guys know me for any amount of time, you guys know that every once in a while, whenever I feel depressed or down, um, I watch that show. It's one of the few things that like bring me so much comfort and joy. And this is because I watched it a lot as a kid. I watched it every night as a kid for as long as I possibly could. And it was just like one of my absolute favorite shows. And I still watch it today. It's one of the few live action shows that I turn to whenever I'm feeling down or depressed. And like, I hate to say that, but it's like I'll rewatch the same fucking season five times if I have to. As long as it makes me smile and laugh. I couldn't care less. So, yeah, that's just what's going on right now with me and why I've been seeming so off lately. But I'm like, I hope that maybe very soon I'll be feeling more secure, more on point with my stuff, feeling a lot better. I don't know. It's just so many things that have been plaguing my mind. Did I? I feel like this had to be said because there's so many people out there who feel the exact same way and feel like they're being paranoid for all of this because we just all been through something traumatic we all have we've all been through this weird ass pandemic and this weird societal collapse and the rise of like global warming and all the things so we're all in this together and we're all having this traumatic response to life and now we're being told go back to normal and then it's like oh hey well 
this tragedy is basically looming over your head. So also prepare for that. Like, bro, what happened to the future we were promised? What happened to the bright happiness, good opportunities, good chances that we were all told, hey, we're educated. Good things happen to educated people. Well, where is it? Where's our good things? Where'd they go? I feel like every day it just gets harder and harder to deal with things. And nobody cares. Nobody cares about us. And that really, really sucks. It really does. But I want you guys to know that I care. And that I'm here. And that I'm present. And whatever I know, whatever information I see happening at the moment, I will share with you guys. I am not an asshole who keep things to myself and care myself and leave everyone else in the dust. Like, I'm not that kind of human being. I don't ever want to be that kind of person. Because I like to know that I've helped people for the better. I don't want to know I'm the downfall of fucking humans. I would hate myself. And that's why I can never be a politician. Because I don't I don't tend to harbor bad intentions. And I don't like that kind of shit. Never have and I never will. Hopefully, you know. So, I know this has been a weird episode. But there's just some stuff I need to get out of my chest. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to decide what to do with what. I want to be good. I want to be productive. But I'm at a point where I'm afraid to leave my home. Oh, wow. This was deep. <laughs> this got too real, didn't it? Too real, too fast, and I wasn't even expecting to do all this shit but I see my sisters now and they're getting older and I worry for them and I'm like hey if my future looks like this and I'm only fucking 27 I'm still in my 20s that's crazy what the fuck is it gonna look like for everybody else and I do worry about the youth I worried about them I worry specifically about the generation being raised by my generation the way I'm seeing them turn out, I'm kind of scared for their well-being. Because there are definitely things that we're doing that isn't helping at all. Like, we're trying to help, but I feel like a lot of us understand. But there's a big group of people who just don't get the movement, don't get what we're trying to do. And it sucks. Because it feels so lonely. When people don't understand. <sighs> Anyways, guys. I'm going to start letting go. I feel a lot better just talking to you guys about all of this. I don't know if anyone's even going to listen to this one. But I hope you guys are safe. I hope you guys keep a clear head. Know your exits. Know your your home love the people that you love love them love them because 
the world is a very scary place. And it's not very forgiving. But while we have it, try to understand people. There's no need for cruelty or being unreasonable. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.